Many of you know that I love traveling to Israel with groups, and uh, I look forward to taking another group, uh, hopefully in 2021, if this uh, pandemic of the recovery from that makes it safe to do that. And uh, I always say that a trip to Israel changes your Bible reading forever, and it will be a huge help to you spiritually. But my first trip to Israel, uh, was about 25 years ago, and I was really afraid that I wouldn't like it. I was afraid that it would be very commercialized, that there would be Jesus slept here signs everywhere. And to be honest, for the first few days of that first trip, we saw some things that I really didn't think were authentic biblical sites. For example, Acts chapter 10 mentions a vision that Peter had while staying at the house of Simon the Tanner. And our guide took us to see Simon the Tanner's house. And we knew when we were there, because above the door on this building that was built probably in the 1950s, it said, in English, house of Simon the Tanner pretty sure it probably was not a biblical site. Oh, on that trip, in those few, few days, we were seeing some interesting things, some exciting things, but I wasn't finding them very spiritually compelling. And then on the third day, our guide said we would spend the day in Jerusalem. And he asked us at one point of the bus ride to just close our eyes until he told us to open them. And when we opened our eyes, we were overlooking the beautiful city of Jerusalem. And everybody got off the bus to take pictures. And I was one of the last ones to get off the bus. And as I came down the steps of the bus, I began to weep. I began to cry just a little bit because we were on the Mount of Olives. We were overlooking the city of Jerusalem. And I re realized that at one point in his life, Jesus was standing on that mountain looking at Jerusalem when he began to cry. It uh, was when he wept over Jerusalem that Jesus compared himself not to a father, but to a mother. We're used to thinking of God as our Father. Uh, but there are a few places where God talks about giving birth to us and protecting us. Look at what Jesus said about Jerusalem that day. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones God's messengers, how often I have wanted to gather your children together as a hen protects her chicks beneath her wings but you wouldn't let me. Jesus said he wanted to protect us like a mother hen protects her chicks. And it's interesting that Jesus is saying even when we rebel and push him away, he wants to take care of us. He wants to love us with the tenderness of a mom. And so on Mother's Day, we want to celebrate motherhood. Paul in 2 Timothy chapter 1 reminds Timothy of lessons that he learned from his godly mother and his godly grandmother. And a few years ago, I gave an entire message on spiritual lessons I learned from my mom. And after that message, I had many comments about lessons others had learned from their moms or uh, lessons that they had learned as 
moms. And so I ask our staff and a couple of others uh, to share with me spiritual lessons that they had either learned from their mom or learned while being a mom. And I want you to hear uh, these lessons. The message time allows us uh, to use about four But I want you to hear all of them that were submitted. And so later today, uh, online, you will be able to hear the other uh, messages or uh, lessons that were learned. And I'm kind of excited that we get to start with a few people that are really significant in the life of our church, but that you don't hear from very much. Lisa Cross and Judy Littell serve impact in our office, trying to keep our pastors and our staff organized, and they will share. And then I want you to hear from my daughter, Angela, who lives in Arizona. Watch these videos. Hi, everyone. This is my mom, Paula Santmeyer. And I'd like to share some of the spiritual lessons that I've learned from her over the years. My mom was the most amazing Christian woman that I ever met. Yes, I am biased, but I think there are many people that would agree with me on this one. She was the best mom that I could have had. She was my mother, my mentor, and my best friend. The very first memory that I have as a child is of her and my father being immersed into Christ back in 1973. I sometimes wonder if this was a wishful memory or maybe a memory that I found from a photo. But there is no photo, just the one that I have inside of my head. I remember I was sitting on the minister's wife's lap watching my mom and dad take that essential step that they needed to in their spiritual life. I have no memories before that and I have no memories after that until I was older. This memory is truly one that I cherish and I think it shows the impact that she had on my spiritual life. My mom worked most of her life for God and for other people. I remember so many times during the week that we would be at the church building, whether it be for a service, for Bible study, or just helping to get ready for the next big event that was going on. I watched her heart for God flow from her hands as she would prepare lessons, crafts, snacks, or whatever was needed to be done. As her faith grew, I was growing in my faith. I saw my mother pour into the lives of children, teenagers, and many women in our church. She never let the busyness of having little girls, a job, or the constant remodeling of an old rundown house and life's activities get in the way of serving God and other people. As time went on, she and my father went from teaching children to teaching teenagers. Then they went to lead Bible studies in their home and Bible school at church. Their last teaching assignment was going into full-time ministry. At the good old age of 40, my mother became a preacher's wife for the very first time. She moved from her little town country home to the big city with her two teenage daughters and her husband that she loved so much. If you aren't in ministry, You have no idea what an undertaking this is. But she did it with grace, love, and obedience to God. I look back on those years, and I think it makes me realize that she was not only following God's commands, but she was teaching me some very important life lessons as well. Her time as a minister's wife led her to pour into the lives of so many people over the years. She prayed with a vengeance for the souls that were lost. 
for lives to be changed, and for God's word to spread. She helped so many women, young and old, find their place in the church and to not be afraid to go out of their comfort zone, something that she is still teaching me today. She taught many that God's love is for everyone, not just a select few. She showed all God's love and His grace. It wasn't always easy, but she never once complained or wished that her life was different. There were many times that they were attacked by people that were their friends or people that didn't even know who they were. Even though it was hard and trying, my mother always taught me to forgive them and to show them love. I didn't always understand this, and at the time, I thought it was impossible to do. But by watching her example, I came to realize the importance of forgiveness and why God commands us to forgive and to love everyone, even when it's not comfortable or easy. As my mother grew in her faith, she grew my faith, and for that I am thankful. I know my love for God and people would not be what it is today if it had not been for her shining example. I do wish that her time on earth did not end early. I know there was so much more that she could have done for God's kingdom. But, like everything, I also know that God's plans are so much better than mine. On this Mother's Day, I am thankful I had a loving and spiritual mother, and she instilled so many good qualities in me. I know when my time on earth is over, I will have the amazing gift of seeing her again in heaven. What a gift I get because she wasn't afraid to share her gift with me. Moms, please remember the impact that you are making every day in the lives of your children. Ladies, remember the importance of continually showing God's love to others, no matter what their age is. God has a purpose for you if you will just let him show you. Happy Mother's Day. Hello. Every weekend, my mom and dad would walk us down the street to the Baptist Church for Sunday school and church every weekend. We went as a family, but that came as a sacrifice for my mom. Sunday nights after dinner was done and the dishes were all put away, my dad, my three brothers, and I would race out to the living room to watch the wonderful world of Disney, but not my mom. She would put on her coat and walk several blocks to the Catholic Church for Sunday night Mass. I always admired her love and obedience to the Lord to go with us to church on Sunday mornings and then again on Sunday evenings. Another spiritual lesson that I learned from my mom came at the expense of her struggles. My mom was always suffered with poor eyesight, but at 36 years old, she was declared legally blind. And at 39 years old, she lost my dad, her husband, all while raising four children. When this happened, I asked her, what will we do? What will she do? What will happen to us? She told me not to worry. We were in good hands as our father, God, would now be taking care of us and watching over us even more than he already has. She said we could rely on him any time of the day or night that we felt sad or happy. Um, in good times and in bad, we could rely on him, but he would be there. He would be that constant in our lives always. My mom's now 81 years old, and she is the strongest woman I know because she praises and loves the Lord on a daily basis. Even though she lost her eyesight at a young age, she lost her husband at a young age, I learned at a young age that having the Lord in my life is the most important thing. 
and I hope I instilled this into my four grown children. Happy Mother's Day. So as a child, you really have no idea how much of herself your mother is really giving to you. As you grow, she teaches you and you're learning, but mostly um, unconsciously. So my first realization that my mother was teaching me lessons that I should probably be, you know, tucking away and, and taking note of was when I was in middle school. My mother had gone to a summer camp with me as a camp counselor. And as a typical middle school teenage girl, I was annoyed. And so as the weekend went on and the girls grew more and more in love with my mother, I grew more and more irritable. So one night we were coming back from, from campfire and one of my best friends was going on and on about how amazing my mother was and how selfless she was. And I was probably rolling my eyes. And she said, Angela, seriously, is there anything your mother wouldn't do for you? I can't tell you how many times that has replayed over and over in my mind because there really isn't anything my mother wouldn't do for me. And time and time again, my mother has not only shown me that she would literally do anything for my father and my sister and I, and now my family, but those selfless acts, she taught me and she taught me how to use as I grew up and, and I became a woman and, and then a wife and now a mother. And so as, as life went on and I became a mother, I, I came to my mother one, one night and I was, I was honestly, I was drowning. I was really struggling and I remember saying, mom, I think the words I used was, I'm desperately trying to keep my head above water spiritually and I don't know what to do. I was losing myself in motherhood and I wasn't being able to balance knowing how to keep going spiritually and to keep an active role between God and I and my relationship with God and be a mom and be a wife and all the other roles that you take on when you become a mom. And my mother said, very simply, are you memorizing scripture? And I remember it was so simple and yet so profound. And very quickly, several things came back to me that my mother had taught me from a very early age. My mom went to Bible study fellowship for as long as I can remember, she still does. My mother also has carried with her three by five cards in her purse, again, for as long as I can remember, scriptures that she's constantly memorizing. And so I went and I bought three by five cards and I carry them with me and I memorize scripture. And I know it sounds so simple and we could probably sit here and I could probably fill rolls and rolls of film about lessons my mom has taught me. But when asked about the most important lessons that my mom has taught me, the two things that come to mind, the two things that I think I use day in and day out, that she taught me to be selfless and she taught me a very practical way 
to continue my spiritual walk and to memorize scripture. I love you, Mom. Thank you, Lisa and Judy and Angela, for sharing those important lessons that you learned from your moms. Only one of our staff chose to share with us some lessons that she has learned as a mom. Listen to Nikki share with us some important lessons. Hey everyone, I was asked to share a lesson that I've learned from being a mom. I think they're talking about a serious lesson, but I've learned some funny lessons too. I'm gonna to start off with a couple of those. I've learned that you have to be really, really specific with what you say. There's one time Riley was maybe four years old and she was coloring on the wall. I said, Riley, stop coloring on the wall. And she goes, oh, okay, mommy. And then she starts coloring on the floor. <laughs> so I've learned that I have to say crayons on paper only, and that's going to get the job done. I think another lesson I've learned is how I can be so overwhelmingly filled with love and warmth and all of those things for my children and be so overwhelmingly annoyed at the same time. When jo Jesse was a baby, I mean, guys, he was born in February. He was going to get sick, and he did. He was so sick. And the only person that could calm him down was me, which was super sweet and super cute. And I loved every second of it. And so it was like four in the morning and I just wanted to get some sleep. So I was overwhelmed with love and warmth and oh, the cherish these days and that feeling of like, I just want some sleep. <laughs> and I could probably keep going on and on about some funny lessons. But one of the things that amazes me since I've had children is how much God uses them to teach me, to teach me about myself, the way I interact with them, to teach me about who he is and how he interacts with me. And one of those lessons that just really sticks out in my memory happened several years ago when Josie was first starting to walk. And um, the specific instance that I'm thinking about, I was sitting at my kitchen table and I don't remember what the circumstances were, but I was really upset with myself and, and I was pouring my heart out to God and I was angry and I was frustrated. And I remember that sense that I'm letting him down. Like I said, I was going to do something. I failed at it. I'm letting him down. And I was being pretty unkind to myself. And then in walks Josie and she's stringing a couple of steps together. And I just sat back for a second. And I just watched her because I was just marveling. This was something pretty new at the time. And so she's watching me and like toddlers tend to do out of nowhere. She just falls. And she looks at me oh, with those big, beautiful brown eyes of hers. And she just looks at me like, should I cry? Should I laugh? And without hesitation, I looked down at her and I said, yay, Josie, you did it. And I took her hands and I stood her up and I said, try again, baby girl. And I turned back to my journal. I thought, oh my gosh. And I just started to cry. And I thought all this time I've been so angry and so frustrated with myself thinking that I've let God down. And I think the whole time he just wanted to say, yay, Nikki, you did it. You strung a couple steps together. You tried something new. And I think that the pride and the love and the admiration that I had for Josie in that moment is the love and the pride and the admiration that God had for me. 
See, she's not letting me down when she falls, when she's learning something new. And I don't think that I was letting God down by falling when I learned something new. And just like a toddler, I don't think that I'm going to fall once. I think it's going to happen a lot because falling is part of learning something new. You got to fall in order to figure out how to do it right. And so, like I said, I could never imagine looking at Josie and saying, some kid, she can't even walk right, whatever. And I don't think God does that to us either. He's like, some kid of mine can't even do the simplest thing right. I don't think he does that. I think when we fall, he stands by, he watches, he grabs our hands, he stands us up. Says, it's okay, try again, baby girl. What a great lesson. God is cheering us on. As it says in Romans chapter 8, verse 31, God is for us. And if God is for us, who can be against us? And yet sometimes we forget that God is on our side. I think communion time is a time for us to remember that. It's time uh, for us to remember that even when I fall, even when I falter, God has loved me with an everlasting love. He forgives me. He gives me another chance. Maybe during this time, you've been feeling disconnected from God. I mean, you miss being here uh, inside of our church building, worshiping God with other people, or you're focused on your sinfulness and how you really have messed it up. You really aren't doing what God has asked you to do, or you're just discouraged and you wonder if God is really there. You wonder in this time of suffering if he's really there and if he really cares. Another verse where God seems to compare himself to a mother might help us in this time. Look at Isaiah chapter 49, verse 15. The Lord answers, can a woman forget the baby she nurses? Can she feel no kindness for the child to which she gave birth? Even if she could forget her children, I will not forget you. Even if a mother could forget their child, God says, I will not forget you. He is with you. He loves you. He is for you. And so today, as you partake of the Lord's Supper, remember the tender love that God has for you. Remember that he is on your side. He is cheering on your success. Let's pray.